locals, your average college students' review on movies. We are your hosts, Chloe Caudle and... Bria Williams. And today we will be talking about romance movies. This is to do with Valentine's Day coming up. Bria, how do you feel about romance movies? Um, romance is obviously the best genre. Anyone who argues otherwise... Shut the fuck up. Is That's a- wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. It's literally not. And there are so many beautiful romance movies out there that's just like... There's the classics, there's the newer modern ones. But like, yes, they're cheesy, yes, they're cliche, but at the end of the day they're fun to watch. I disagree. From someone who has had to sit through one too many Hallmark movies in their life. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. You choose Hallmark movies. I didn't choose Hallmark movies. I didn't want to watch them. They were on at work. Like crazy rich Asians exist for a reason. Crazy rich Asians is an excellent movie for a variety of reasons. Not just the romance trope though. Exactly, because they have other stuff going on in their lives outside of... It's layers, it's layers. Yes. The only... Okay, I will say that I truly thought after Crazy Rich Asians we were going to get a resurgence of romantic comedies, but it really just ended with that, and that was so frustrating because, like, I really thought that that set the tone for the rest of them, but, like, all we've gotten is cheesy Netflix movies, like Tall Girl and Anonymously Yours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Anonymously Yours? I watched that. It was so bad. I just kind of picked a romance movie and went with it. I watched one recently, and it was so weird. Um, It was called. It was called After. It's on Netflix. Yes. Oh my God. The Wattpad story. The Wattpad story too. This one. This one. Actually, you know what? This was kind of Wattpaddy because it was like. you know, she's she's going through, she goes to college. She's your preppy, very innocent, naive girl. Yeah. After was a Wattpad like, story. Was it really? Yes. That makes sense. It was a Wattpad story up. turned into I didn't know that going a, into it, but that adds up. That's <laughs> what happened, yeah. Like, I don't know. And I loved reading fan fiction as, like, a child, but I <laughs> wouldn't. I, fiction mm. though you know it's going to be bad yeah but you're either. also reading it for like you're reading it because it's adding and expanding on like the fandom and also like theories you may have because i have i will be honest there has been some fan fiction that i'm like i have never thought about that once in my life but thank you because i i would have never thought of that be- i i've read some that are just very strange and get really into lore but uh yeah because you choose to read (laughs) avengers and mcu fan fiction your issue yeah lore is definitely more interesting though to me but with fan fiction romance with fan fiction i feel like it's either you get the cheesy kind that's just like oh this is disgusting like your name i'm not doing it (laughs) or you get why are we talking about fan fiction we're getting off topic (laughs) anyway (laughs) no but seriously but seriously that is where some of these writers do need to look to them because you either get the cheesy ones or you get the ones who are dedicated and actually write genius work i guess we should talk about fan fiction to some extent because it is bleeding into real life media because, I mean, it's becoming romance books, and these romance books are being made into movies. And if I'm not Shades mistaken, yeah. is a perfect example of that. Um, so. That was terrible, though. Um, Stockholm I've Syndrome. I've never watched it. And, I yeah, didn't want to. I'm glad. Also, don't they have, Spare like, yourself. bad BDSM etiquette as well? Um, like, it's really, really bad. It. I mean, so I wouldn't know. To cult but, initiation. Yeah, I wouldn't I, know. I was watching a video on it, yeah. And someone was like, it, this 
is basically what he is doing is the same as cult inici- initiation, not yeah, not not BDSM. I mean, I have heard <laughs> things like, oh, about gosh. I have heard things about how like it was bad for that community, but I wouldn't know yeah. personally. So I it's just wouldn't like, know personally. <laughs> I was personally there for the Crazy in Love remix by Beyonce. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Because yeah, she re-released, <laughs> she re-released the that version of Crazy in Love with that movie. But um, going back to just like romantic movies, like I don't know, especially with Paramount, Paramount, they're um, they were released that they're looking to more fan fictions to attract the younger audience to their movies and content. Please don't, please, so, please don't, don't um, hurt me like that. <laughs> there's no, definitely going to be more of that like Bruh, soon. Me- so I was on Netflix just scrolling through romance movies because before this I was trying to watch a as many romance movies as possible because I have not watched many romance movies other than crappy Hallmark ones. So I went to Netflix and I just started watching romance movies. And let me tell you, there are some shit romance movies out there, especially on Netflix. I like also what? realized Netflix... Netflix has also gotten on the trend of just taking from fan fiction and making it its own thing. Because okay, and a lot of people might or, hate me for or this. Or Hallmark. To all the boys I loved before, I the first movie, I loved it. But then the sequels. That's where you lost me. They were so trash. And I don't know if you watched Tall them. Girl 2. Wait, which one? <laughs> Tall Girl 2. Oh, please don't. <laughs> they, that's already going to be a flop because they missed the opportunity to call it Taller Girl. Um... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that definitely would have been my title. No, so for romance movies though, I just I was watching them and I was I watched one recently. It was called The Royal Treatment. And let me tell you, The Royal Treatment had the girl from Austin and Allie, the girl who played Allie. I cannot think of her name right now. Laura Morano? That's the one. And she's basically this hairstylist from oh, Brooklyn. Oh, and she's like the, becomes a hairstylist and for like the prince The or prince's wedding and she falls in love with the prince and I was just like, this is the most cliche thing I've ever watched. And also, because you everything watched about the wrong it was ones. cliche. No, okay, everything about it was cliche. I was so annoyed. Granted, you told me to watch Palm Springs with yes. Andy Samberg and I actually enjoyed that, but not necessarily because it was a romance because it was a it was okay palm springs is very groundhog's day-esque mm-hmm. it's very much the same premise except andy sandberg's character gets stuck in the nihilistic point of view groundhog's day is an excellent movie to watch if you ever want to think philosophically it's a terrible movie in my opinion i find Wait, it which very movie? boring and very uh groundhog's day i've never seen that one well groundhog's day is basically what palm springs kind of got its inspiration from Oh. Uh, with the, like, day repeating itself. But she also gets sucked into that, which adds another layer that Groundhog's Day did not have. I will say I like Palm Springs a lot better than Groundhog's Day. And But there was more layers to this movie because you have to think from a philosophical point of view to some extent for that movie, for it to make sense and to understand where these characters are coming from. Because, again, Andy Samberg's character just becomes very nihilistic. He's like... I'm just going to live my life the best I can because nothing matters, Um, which is not, like, the greatest point of view to have. Personally, I'm a 90s person when it comes to romance movies, so, like, the She's All That, the Clueless, the early 2000s, Bring It On, what else? Bring It On is good. Um, Miss Congeniality. um, Pretty Woman. Yes, Pretty Woman, like, and I think a lot of what that genre was based off of was the chemistry between the actors because it's just, like, if they didn't, 
push that they were in love it's just like you've already got a flop right off the bat yeah and it's like we don't see that that often with chemistry between actors anymore i think because like crazy rich asians was like the most recent (laughs) because crazy rich asians i feel like was the most recent example where we saw that like what else came after that um i think love birds on netflix was a movie released after that i actually think the two of them had good chemistry wait i don't think it's like the most amazing ray right yeah I don't think that I watched that, but I did hear good things about that one. It was, it's actually very funny. Uh, it's a rom-com, but also the thing about that is they're a couple who has been together for a while now, and that's what makes it funny, because usually with rom-coms, they're getting together, and there's just, like, things that go wrong, and that's why they don't get together, or the way they get together is funny. Yeah, there always has to be a shtick that goes on, like, ugh, they don't know that they're talking to each other, but that, that was the most beautiful part about it, I think. Um, No, but Lovebirds, the reason it's so good, though, is they are a couple that is together, like, they're together before this, and they break up at the beginning of the film, so they have to get back together and kind of mend that thing, but they obviously still love each other, and that's why it works a lot better than most rom-coms I've seen. It also has some pretty funny moments in it. I mean, it's Issa Rae and, um, what's his face? Kum- Kumal. Yeah. What's so, his- I can't think of his last name right now, but it's a, it's a fairly good movie. Uh, but there's also the murder mystery thing to it as well, because they get caught up in, like, a conspiracy, which is pretty funny. And that's where most of the comedy comes from, is them getting caught up in a conspiracy. But instead of, like, the relationship, I guess maybe that's the biggest problem I have is most romance movies rely on the miscommunication trope, and I am not a fan of that. I mean, but most relationships, I would say, are... Not everyone has great communication, so, I mean, it is just like... No, but what makes it fall apart generally in a movie, though, is something that should have definitely been communicated. Like, even in the real world would have gotten communicated. Like, your job. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, like, I don't think the purpose of romantic comedies is for the realism. No, it's not. Like, it's kind of just there to sweep you off your feet, fall in love with the characters. It doesn't sweep me off my feet, though, because they're annoying. Enemies to lovers tropes. I hate enemies to lovers. It doesn't work. <laughs> I And let me explain why I don't think enemies to lovers works. Okay, it's but because some of it, you some hate of it is each not other. even... Okay. You don't like... No, you don't like each other. You would rather that person be dead than them alive. Now, counter, rivals to lovers. That's not the same as enemies to lovers. That is basically... No, no, it's not. Because there's a certain level of respect with rivals that enemies don't have. Not all the time. Yes. If I'm going to make you my rival, I see you. No, see, if if you're going to be my rival, you have to also be my equal to some extent. Why would I be rivals with someone inferior than me? An enemy, I would consider inferior than me. But it's also just like, it's still a competitor. True. It's like, it's really just, it's really just you competing on like, on some aspect, you both are competing for the same thing. It doesn't mean that one of you is like, it doesn't even mean that you're equal. I I wouldn't say that. I guess. Now, I will say... That can't be applied, though, since you're on the same... Yeah. I will say Enemies to Lovers is actually most people's... um, Funnily enough, Enemies to Lovers is one of the first things people, like, when they hit teenage years, start to ship as a thing. Which is really odd, because they're like, there's a lot of tension there, and that is the reason. But, like, teenagers tend to actually... Fun fact, they don't really actually want really cheesy things for... It's... 
That's not what people really want, at least teenagers. Now, the older people get, the more they want to be swept away with romance and things. But teenagers do not want that, and I think that's really fascinating. <laughs> okay, so what's your top five then? Top five movies? Mm-hmm. I had a list before I started watching all these rom-coms, but that might have changed. Um, oh, mine is just romance movies, period, so... Well, I think I think I did rom-coms because I don't really watch serious romance movies. I have no reason to, and because of that, I, I don't. I just don't, I guess. So, <laughs> okay. Um, I I guess I will I will do this. Mm-hmm. My okay number five, the decoy bride. I don't want to explain this one. I don't. I I watched this movie so many times at one point, and I think the only reason was because David Tennant was in it. And I am a sucker for couples who are having to pretend they are in a relationship. I would I think just that's like funny. to say I have never heard of The Decoy Bride. Okay, that's because it is like a random Scottish romance movie. <laughs> like, it's set in Scotland. It's basically this girl ends up accidentally, like, the guy's a writer. He wrote about this place, but he kind of made it all up. It, there is no illusion of they don't know what each other are or, like, what they are to each other. And it's it's very funny because, yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I just think it's funny. It, it just, it works for some weird reason. I think I'm also a sucker for people having to pretend to be in relationships when they are not. And, like, they don't, like, they don't like each other at first either. That's also funny I mean, because that's me. why the proposal is good. Yeah. All right. What is your number five then, Bria? My number five... I think it would have to be E Pray Love. Sorry. Like, I know there's a lot of people that, like, have an issue with that movie, but, like. Okay. Please give a summary of that movie or, like, what it's about. Because um, I've not watched it. E Pray Love. So, basically, you have Julia Roberts traveling the world. Okay. Um, I think she quit her job. Um, and she's newly divorced, and she just wanted to step out of her comfort zone, so she just goes on a quest and a self-discovery journey to, like, what, India, okay. Bali. <clears throat> minus, okay, yeah. Minus everyone, everyone except James Franco. It was a great movie. <laughs> minus James Franco. Excellent movie, she's saying. Okay. Yes. Yeah, mo- okay, Julia Roberts is, like, the queen of romance movies. Though. I beg to differ. Um, Drew Barrymore exists for a reason. Okay, you know what? Ah, no, I'm going to say Julia Roberts. And, I mean, think about the movies. Dude, 50, 50 first dates? I'm not saying Drew Barrymore isn't one. Like, she's very much a top contender. Never been kissed. Julia Roberts is in Pretty Woman. Okay. Which is considered one of the most classic ones. She's in almost every classic 90s rom-com. And Drew Barrymore is as well. Okay, whatever. My number four is 10 Things I Hate About You. I don't want to explain this either. I don't know. I just like the scene where the, like, teacher tells her to shut up, essentially. No, okay. 10 Things I Hate About You is basically a tamer version of Taming of the Shrew from Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And that play in itself is um, terrible i was just there for heath ledger so yeah no it's it's not a good play by any means uh it's not great but 10 things i hate about you i feel like does a better job no because i'm not yeah, gonna I, lie i, I, I did eat up job. i did eat up that little poem speech that she gave where she was talking about yeah. him as yeah. a kid <laughs> as a kid i was like oh my god i feel for you but now i watch it i'm just like oh okay girl 
You're in Imagine high school. Imagine someone doing that in high school. Yeah. Like, like if I saw that now when we were oh, in high school. Oh, it'd be cringy as all get out. Yeah. I would have made fun of it. I definitely would have laughed. Like, I'm not oh, for sure. kidding. No. Some, okay, but like some of the prom proposals we saw, I made fun of relentlessly. Okay, what do you have for number four? Number four, um, I think I have She's All That. Now, yes, it did have the stupid trope with she takes off her glasses and she's beautiful. <laughs> but, but. You mean the best trope? Like, obviously the best one that's ever existed? Exactly, exactly. Like, is she God, an ugly hate, woman or did she I take off her glasses? Trope. I hate that trope so much. No, but it was, anyway. it, I wasn't, I don't know. It was just like, because that was one of the first rom-coms that I watched. So, obviously, I was, like, attached to it. It's like a kid. Gabrielle Union is in it. So, yeah, I had to watch. I had to watch. You had to watch. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um... My number three is The Lovebirds. I already explained myself why I liked this movie. I, I don't know. It's just, it's a good movie. I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't explain it. I, it's just, I think it's good. And yeah, I also like that it's set in New Orleans. That's fun. Oh yeah, that's another thing I realized while going through Netflix's rom-coms. New Orleans, or like Netflix films in New Orleans a lot. Like for, a for lot, a lot. There, Tall Girls Love Birds. There was another one. I saw the set for it for, um... The the it, he's a the one with uh, Noah uh one of them where he pretends to be people's dates or he like yeah anyway I could see I could see that I don't know if it's actually set in New Orleans but it was definitely filmed down here because I recognize something yeah no it was just like wow Netflix sets their movies in New Orleans a lot or they film in New Orleans a lot and I was not fully aware of that anyway you're number three mm, Princess Diaries two. That's fair. Two That's a good specifically, movie. Gonna... Two specifically well, because of the, the birthday movie. party. One isn't a romance movie. Oh, yeah. It isn't, right? Yeah, I didn't think two, about that. No, yeah. One isn't, but two definitely is. I'll give you that. That's a good one. My number two is Love, Simon. Why? Uh, I think Why? Okay, here's, Why? here's my thing. Look. <laughs> no, because right, that movie I... is so... It's fucking stupid. Like, I... <laughs> Okay, so I actually like the book quite a bit, and I think that's the only reason it's gotten so high. Now, the book has its problems. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, it's the perfect... No, it's not. It doesn't help that this book is very outdated. I mean, they're using Tumblr as, like, a social media platform that should give you a clue on how, like, old it is at this point. I will say one of the biggest problems I have with this movie is that um, they really tell you who Blue is. Like, really early on. And in the book, it is very much more of a surprise on who Blue is. Yeah. Um, and yes, I think my I'm issues... aware it falls into the trope of they they don't know each other and they're blah, blah, blah. I'm aware. No, that wasn't I... even my issue. It just didn't sell me. Okay, so he has, like, the perfect family. Like, the suburban, white neighborhood. Yeah, no, and it does have a problem with that. It's just, it never sold me on the idea of why he never came out in the first place. He doesn't really do a good job explaining like, yeah, it. Yeah, it's just movie. like it's just like it never say, seemed like his like his parents or his family was overly homophobic or that his friends no, no, were no, 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 no. or like so it didn't it's, it's definitely not that because his friends aren't it was more of a thing of 
his entire thing is more about how he realized, like, he realized he was gay, but he knew most of these people all of his life, and he didn't want to change their perception of him in some way. But also, it was kind of stupid when he did come out, and then they made all of them hate him, and I'm just like, so... Oh, yeah, no, there's... Okay, that's because he got... I'm still kind of mad about that, because it was just like, you know, he kind of got blackmailed. Someone outed him. It wasn't like he decided... But I will say he was using his friend not to be... Like, because that's the thing. He... I can understand Abby being mad at him and Nick being mad at him. Leah shouldn't have gotten mad at him, though. I I don't even think Nick should have really been mad at him. Like, it just... It wasn't a good movie... That's fair. I don't know. I think it's just this high because I like the book and I couldn't think of any other romance movies like, at the time. I love a good LGBTQ queer film, but that one... There is... I'll be honest. There's not a lot of those in the romance sector as well as, like, in a way... They're becoming more prevalent now, but there's not, like... At least ones where they don't die tragically at the end are their period pieces. I'm trying to think of something. Like, I can't think of... I can think of romance movies. But, like, most of them are, like, indie films that, like, no one will ever watch. Yeah, no one's ever heard of. Um, Okay, you're number two. Number two, Love and Basketball. And... (laughs) Okay, you can't make fun of my number two if yours is Love and Basketball. Uh, What's wrong with Love and Basketball? (laughs) I'm gonna... You have to... uh, no, I'm not even going to get into this. No, no. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Let, let's let's see this. I You told me the premise of this movie, and I literally was just like, oh, that sounds terrible. It is a great movie. You want to know why? One. Okay, why? yes, it does play into, like, the tomboy, she's different trope, but... I hate that trope so much. Already off the bat, I hate it. Anyway. <laughs> In the end, she gets the... She gets to live her dream that she always wanted playing in the WNBA, which at the time, I don't think when it originally came out. um... Okay, but no, Love and Basketball is a beautiful movie because one, you have her and she's in a relationship with him in the beginning. You know, like the whole little, it goes from, it's split, the movie split up into four quarters. Okay. So the first quarter Mm. is then when they meet, she's the new girl moved into town and the guy, he's his dad is a NBA player, and he loves basketball. His son loves basketball mm-hmm. too. And then you have her, and she's a tomboy, and her mother doesn't really like her mm-hmm. doing boy things, but she plays basketball with him for the first time, and he knocks her over. They fight because he has a cut on his face, and then he yeah. wants her. He ends up asking her to like be his girlfriend. You know, like little little stupid kid stuff. Just and then mm-hmm. they end up fighting like yeah. within the first five minutes of them being together. And then that's like their whole that's their whole dynamic oh for like the rest of the movie. Like they're kind of like best friends. Like you know, like those weird. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But by the I'll end of the movie, she that. gets she always wanted to be a huge player. But like because it was at a time where the WNBA didn't exist, she had to go overseas to play basketball and be yeah. recognized for that. And he yeah. wasn't supportive. So yeah. And Look, he ends up being her cheerleader in the end. At least it's not it. It's basic, but it's not super basic. So I'll let it go. But considering I put yeah, Love considering Simon on you put here, Love Simon speak, so. on there, you should talk less. Yeah. Anyway, number Crazy one, Rich Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing that's also yours. Yeah, there's no, there's no there's notes. No there's notes, no notes. notes. It, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was that simple. The opening scene. The opening scene to that movie. Yes. Yeah, if a man perfect. doesn't buy me Never a hotel, 
after the the guy was racist to me at the first you don't want him you don't want him i just i can't be with you like you didn't buy the hotel now i will say that movie started the trend of like most asian media now like if asian americans get a movie now it is literally just rom-com i mean because all the boys i love before is like most of them are rom-coms now and i'm just like and for me that's kind of annoying because i'm just like other than that um, i mean i said most i didn't say all oh i mean i can't really think of any other yeah because well one they don't really make that many to begin with but two when they do it's like if you go to netflix's which i hate that this is a section on netflix I would like to make that clear. The Asian Pacific Islander collection, most of them are rom-coms or K-dramas. That's really it. In the occasional action movie. K-dramas are the only thing holding Netflix um, and keeping their lights on right now, though, so... (laughs) It really is, though. I can't fault them for that. Now, some honorable mentions I would like to mention. I like She's the Man as a movie, but I just like soccer, so... (laughs) Wait, would Bend It Like Beckham count? Bend It Like Beckham would count. I Yeah, we're going to count I it. I love that movie. I, I like Bend It Like yes. Beckham. Yes. So okay, good. minus that it's one good. scene where he's trying to talk to her about him being an Irish like, man. Irish. Like, yeah. sir, your struggles are not comparable to this brown skin girl. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Like, are you, are you all, kidding but, me right uh, now? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's so funny. I like Ben. I I don't know. Sometimes sports movies are fun for romance. I I don't know. Like the replacement that movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yes. Not bad. I wouldn't call Monte it. Carlo? I wouldn't call it a ro- romance movie. Monte Carlo. Like, Selena Gomez was in her bag. Movie, but oh yes, agreed. Agreed. That's. I don't know. Disney's had some that I'm like, yeah. You I like got it. late I'm in not gonna lie. movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what other romance movies. Are there that you would want to talk about Scott or make Pilgrim an honorable mention the world? Do you just like Bria Larson in that no, movie? That's it. No, 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 because I like Ramona. I like Ramona too. I like all the women in that movie okay. actually. Um, okay. Minus okay, I did like the Asian girl, but it was just kind of weird because she was in high school and he's like taking. I will say, if someone says that that is their favorite movie, that's a red flag. Uh, especially a guy. <laughs> no, because literally it's part of it, it has to do with like the purity thing of, oh my God, he has to fight all of the guys she has dated, like just to prove it's weird. I don't know. It's, uh, no, but Chris Evans, the fight scene. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. The fight scene with Chris Evans is hilarious. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Now, are there any particular tropes you just really hate? You actually haven't mentioned any. I've mentioned several because I'm not. When she a fan. takes off her glasses and she's pretty, that's the only part that she's all that that I absolutely hate. Yeah, like, is she great. ugly or is she just white with glasses? <laughs> love triangles because the Jennifer love triangles. Body be like <laughs> the love triangles are never triangles. Oh, that's a that's an arrow pointing to one person. Yeah, like if if it's gonna yeah. be a triangle, I want all of you to want to sleep with each other. <laughs> that's just me personally. <laughs> You want a thruple to happen. Yes, yes. Because that is a true triangle. That's a true triangle. Like, no, this is not the greater than, less than, equal to sign, whatever. Like, no, this is... Oh my god, no. Twilight actually really annoys me about that. I mean, I don't like a lot of things about Twilight, but... Also, that's, that's one okay, of the now, ones. I do like Crazy Rich Asians, but I hate a secret billionaire. Um, yeah. But that one, to me, made sense. Like, I was like, okay, I can accept that. Okay, but the same and time, also, like, also, it still pissed okay, me here's off. my thing. Yeah, but also, they made it very clear in the beginning of the movie. And that's why it worked. Like, if it was revealed at the yeah, end of the movie, I would have been that, pissed. But because it was revealed it in the beginning really of the movie... That's why it didn't really bother me, but, like, other movies that have done that, like, it's just like, okay, whatever. 
one movie I would love to talk about right now, or two movies I'd like to talk about right now of me hating with a passion that are considered classics, and this is going to be like either a hot take or people are going to agree with me. I hate 16 Candles and I hate Pretty okay, and Pink. Okay, 16 and Candles is racist, so we can excuse that. Um, I don't... Okay, that that that's one of my biggest complaints about 16 yeah, Candles. Yeah, I don't feel like we uh, need to explain because that. <laughs> His name is Long Duck Dong, like, and every time he appears on screen, a gong is hit. But I actually have a problem with the romance. Why is a senior sleeping with a sophomore in high school? Also, they don't even really get that together. That happens it's a really lot, weird. Though, so. Yeah, and it's weird, and it's weird. It's weird in real life. I mean, okay, now, I can understand a senior and a sophomore, but a senior and a freshman. Also, he just shows up at the end. Like, they don't know each other. They have no chemistry. Like, nothing happens between them, but we're supposed to, like, want them to be together at the end no i don't get it now i don't want her with anthony michael hall either i don't want her with that character either also i hate pretty and pink <laughs> I, don't, I hate pretty and I pink i just remember being bored while we were watching that like, i'm just like uh... i hate pretty and pink okay i only like ducky in that entire movie <laughs> and i think it's just because i feel bad for him like i honestly do not like why did she just picked rich guy at the end and it it makes no sense like i'm just like this is stupid like 80s rom-coms i can't do i've tried I've tried to do, like, at least the classic ones, and I, I hate most of them with a burning passion. What's another one that I absolutely hate? Do you have any that you really hate, though? Because I don't think you do. Like, you actually like rom-coms. You actually like romance movies. I do not. No, and I because, think it's funny because, we're doing an episode no. about it. Now, Jennifer Lawrence cannot sing, but she's in her bag with romance movies. Made in Manhattan? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Monster? Uh, there's um, several. Wait, Monster-in-Law? I eat that up. Those are very good movies. Like, and yes, almost all of those fall in the tropes. Cause like you always have like the ones where uh, they work in a magazine or like Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Devil Wears Prada is good though. Um, I don't know. The real I villain just, in not... Devil Wears Prada was her boyfriend. I, I'm just not, I guess I just don't like romance movies. I, I don't know why. I guess, I don't know. I just, I think I was just put through too many of them as a child. My mom always had them on. My dad always had them on. Because they're good. I was tired. They're good. My mom, anytime like 27 Dresses comes on, she watches it almost every time. It's enjoyable content that does what it needs to do in that hour and 30 minutes of them falling in love. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Now, I would like to say Netflix, please, 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 for the love of God, stop buying or stop doing fan fiction tropes. You're hurting me. My soul. My inside. It hurts. One bed. Same. Hmm? Oh, okay. You know what? If someone does a one bed romance, <laughs> I mean, it's been I will it's been start. done before. Has it for what? Like, I mean, it's been like, done, but I want an entire movie. Yeah, I would solely say around the only that. Examples, not just thrown in the there. Only examples I can think of are the ones in like TV shows that I've seen where there's one bed and they have to share it. No, and... no. I want, I want, I want an entire movie just based off that concept. If someone can do it, I'll be impressed. I'll be impressed. I mean. I think it'd be funny for several reasons, but I would I would love if someone did that. Now, also, Netflix, please stop stealing Hallmark's thing. They only have one thing. Let them have it. Let them have it, please. They're dying. Just let them have it, please. They only make crappy romance movies. Let them have it. <laughs> Netflix, you can't be stealing can't that for them. That I watched. Other than the first two All the Boys I've Loved Before, the sequels were absolutely dog shit. Um... You should you should watch Lovebirds. It's actually not bad. I that's one I would actually recommend. Yeah, uh, and 
Other than that, I can't think of any Netflix ones that I... Most of the ones that are, like... Because, like, I don't know. I just feel like the golden age for that genre is just, like... I wouldn't say it's over. Because, like, they're still being made. Well, it was definitely the... It was definitely, like, the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, that was, like, the golden but age more for so it, the but, like, 90s. now, it yeah. just... Maybe because it's, like, a different time now, but, like... Well, you have social media, and you're trying to incorporate that in these things. But some of those things have been done before. So so it's like it's corny. I don't know. It's just it's hard to incorporate and it's it's not easy to write a good romance. I will give people that. Thank you for trying, I guess. I don't enjoy your work, but thank you for trying, I I guess. I don't. Yeah, no, no. I also am not a fan of the terminally ill and falling in love. Okay. I'm tired. This is all because of fault over in our stars, by the way. I don't like that as a trope. John Green I don't was like nasty it. for that. I will give him that. But to say you didn't eat up the cigarette scene, you no. are a liar. <laughs> I'm not lying. But he was wild for having them kiss in the Anne Frank house. Like, um, this doesn't seem like an appropriate environment to I, no, express okay, PDA. My thing with... Yeah, not the appropriate environment, but I'm just not a fan of, like, two people who are, like, really sick and they're definitely going to die at the end. Falling in love and we're just, you know, I, I don't know. It just feels weird. I don't I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. There's like, something about just, it that just doesn't feel right. Personally, now, look, I'm not saying if you're terminally ill, don't fall in love, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't like it as a it trope. It feels, feels like, like you're grabbing at something. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they're romanticizing. It, it feels like some weird. Yeah, it feels like we're romanticizing terminal illness, and I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'm not a fan of romanticizing terminal illness. That is what I should put on a shirt. <laughs> but um, yeah. No. Any other big rom coms you want to talk about are tropes. Mm, I think that was it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope everyone is having a. You yes. know, we'll have a happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Yes. Remember, practice safe sex <laughs> well that yeah that's important if you're single you can get chocolate half off the next day just remember that keep that in yes, mind never um, buy chocolate on the day of always after yeah that's that's a dumb move and uh for those treat yourself a commercialized holiday you're correct and yeah we'll see you at the movies